Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. When I first went into business, I found out in a hurry that it was lonely at the top. If you're a CEO or business owner and you're feeling lonely at the top, then I'd like to invite you to join us at our Action Coach membership community. It's a community of like-minded business owners that help each other, build each other up, sometimes push and pull each other. If you'd like to learn more, just reach out to me at philgilliland.actioncoach.com, book a session, and I'll give you all the details. So, you know, it's been kind of easy. There was never like, well, should I do that or you? It's like, no. There's never been a question of who should do what. We had one disagreement, and that was in week two. (laughs) Uh, you know, six and a half years ago, but we, apart from that, that is so funny. It's funny to, it's funny to think back because we've had one disagreement and it's true because it's like, we respect each other so much. We respect the other person's opinion so, so much that if I really think like a, and Claire's like, no, I think B I'm like, well, she's probably right. Cause she really believes that. Like if she believes it strongly, I I'm like, okay. And she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? So I think it's just, it's just, we're so opposite in that way that I think it's, it's just really perfect. Hi there. Welcome to Epic Entrepreneurs, the show where we show you what it really takes to build an epic business. I'm Bill Gilliland, and I'm here to help you make more money, build better teams, and find the time to have the freedom to do the things that you went into business for in the first place. So let's get started. Hi, it's Bill Gilliland. If you haven't already joined us in our Facebook group called Epic Entrepreneurs, please go out there and join us. It's a great community of people. You get tips. You can bounce ideas off of it. You're going to get great tips, strategies, tactics on how to grow your business. Hey, in this week's episode, I have a great conversation with Nicole and Claire from Moonlight Makers. They started the business with essentially an idea and, you know, for a funny design, a funny t-shirt. And it's blown up into this cool business. So there's lots of lessons on growing a business, lots of lessons on building a business and a great lesson on how to have fun in business. So stay tuned. This is a good one. Hi, I'm Claire, and I'm one of the co-founders of Moonlight Makers. And my name is Nicole, and I'm the other co-founder of Moonlight Makers. And what exactly is Moonlight Makers? Um, Moonlight Makers is a gift brand. We hand screen print t-shirts, dish towels, tote bags, and a whole line of uh, home goods and merchandise. And so reel it back a little bit. Tell us uh, how you got into this business in the first place. Well, um, Claire moved into the house next to me. And in 2015, we were having our kids play together every day and just spending a lot of time together, getting to know each other. And we thought, oh, let's start a business. (laughs) And so we went through many different ideas. And I was an artist long ago and an art teacher and Claire was in business. And so I said, Hey, why don't you just sell my art? And she said, no. no. So um, we started going through a bunch of other ideas 
And then we kind of landed on a local Etsy was sort of what we wanted to do, where it was like taking other makers and selling their goods, mostly people who had other jobs. So they didn't have time to promote their artwork and, you know, go out and sell their things at um, festivals. And so we were going to do that for them. Yeah. So we built a website and then we bought a bus and we took everyone's wares out to festivals and then slowly but surely we started our own brand, which kind of blew up and kind of took over. Yeah. So you started as a, as a, almost a distribution site for other people's art and then now you got your own art and your own and your and your own brand and it's kind of and it's kind of blown up so tell us a little bit about that so we uh just worked out of our houses for the first two years we screen printed every night um, on our kitchen counters no machinery or equipment or anything and then on the weekends we would take the bus out and sell our wares and then we uh, after a couple of years, we got a pop-up shop in downtown Asheville and we hired our first team members and we loved kind of getting everything out of the house um, and it feeling just a little bit more kind of like elevated. So what that enabled us to do was uh, really make more stuff at a, at a faster pace. And we now sell our brand in about 1,500 stores nationwide. Uh, we moved uh, and opened up our real flagship store in downtown Asheville. Uh, and now we've got 8,000 square feet and we make everything there right in the back of the retail store. Wow. Okay. So from your kitchen table to 8,000 square foot sort of manufacturing plant, really with a retail store in front. Yes. And how many team members are we, are we at now? Uh, 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. Wow, from from none to twenty. That's a that's and and this has all been in five years, six years, six years, yeah. six years. Yeah, that's exciting. So, what are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way? The one that we've learned the most in the past year is be flexible. You know, be ready to pivot. I know I was trying to think of another word. Yeah, everybody's looking for a different right? word because we're so sick of hearing the word pivot, right? It's a good word. It's a good word. Like, you know, it's a, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good a word. word. Yeah. It's a great word. Yeah. Flexibility. I think also, you know, when hiring wait for just the right person, like it really matters who's on your team, especially when it's a small team like ours. Every person matters so much. Um, so building the right team, you know, holding out, even if it takes a really long time to find that right person, just hold out. Mm-hmm. We also always wait a little bit too long to upgrade our equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to get better at, um, you know, not being reactive, but being more proactive when we're, you know, trying to help out one part of the team with some mm-hmm. sort of equipment. Yeah. So the other I guess it's one or two, depending on how you look at it, is really listen to your team. So like if the team is like, we need more space or we need this equipment, really listen to them and also listen to your customers. And that's kind of how we got to where we are. was just like listening to what, you know, when we were on the bus and people would walk by and talk about different designs, we would hear them laugh about, you know, this one. And so we would add more that had to do with that, you know, kind of in that same genre. So it was just really listening to what the people wanted and what people liked and 
what made them laugh, you know, and kind of just following that direction. A lot of good lessons there. Listening is probably the biggest one. Hiring slowly mm-hmm. and patiently to get the right person on the team to make sure that there's a good fit. And, uh, yeah, of course, flexibility has been amazing, uh, the amazing thing to do. So what? Did, how did you respond to, to COVID or did it affect you one way or the other? So we were very lucky because we started as an online store. So we had that foundation already there. You know, we had an Etsy shop, we had an Amazon handmade shop, and we had our website all set up already, you know, before we kind of opened up a retail store. So we closed our retail store in March of 2020, and we were closed for 200 days. And we really focused on, you know, putting all our energy into those online stores again, like we did in the beginning. And so are we back open now? In, in in retail, yeah, but yeah. So, what percentage of, did it flip? The, I'm sure it flipped the percentage. What what percentage of your business is online versus retail at this point? Um, it's about eighty percent online, twenty percent retail. Okay, is and that's and that's how you like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm just uh, you know just 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 curious. That's uh, that seem that seems like a good uh, a good thing. Now, partnerships can be interesting. How, how have y'all defined the partnership and how is how's how do you uh roles and responsibilities those kind of things that's a good question it happened very organically we yes. just started doing what we were best at and it's yeah. always kind of been that way and i think whoever feels more strongly about something kind of wins yeah. the decision every time <laughs> yeah i'm very like day-to-day numbers numbers you know conversations with stuff and nicole is like let's get this building let's knock down this wall Let's buy a bus. Let's get on this website. You know, so it's kind yeah. of very caught up. I'm very caught up looking down. And Nicole has that ability to, ability to look up and we, look into the future. We just have completely different strengths. So, you know, it, it's been kind of easy. There was never like, well, should I do that or you? It's like, no. It, there's never been a question of who should do what. We had one disagreement and that was in week two. <laughs> Uh, you know, six and a half years ago. But we, apart from that, that is so funny. It's funny to, it's funny to think back because we've had one disagreement. And it's true because it's like we respect each other so much. We respect the other person's opinion so, so much that if I really think like A and Claire's like, no, I think B. I'm like, well, she's probably right because she really believes that. Like if she believes it strongly, I, I'm like, okay. And she knows what she's doing. You know what I mean? So I think it's just, it's just we're so opposite in that way that I think it's it's just really perfect. So the advice would be to find a partner who's got completely opposite everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> opposite strengths, but you have the same vision or like you agree on most things. I mean, I don't know how you find that. We didn't know each other that well when we started it. That's true. We hadn't been friend, friends a long time before we started. Yeah, so we kind of blocked it out. I don't know how. If I was going around looking to find a partner, I don't know how that would be. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, y'all never actually, y'all, you, in the beginning, you didn't sit down and say, all right, this is your lane and that's my lane. And yeah. you, it's just sort of progressed that I've got these strengths, she's got these strengths. Exactly. Let's, you know, we'll we'll defer when that happens. Interesting. Yeah, I do think that you do need a common goal, like you're headed in the same direction. Yeah. You know, you, but you can use those strengths to work 
I think it's better to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were just alike, it would likely be a lot more disagreements than one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's actually kind of shocking because I mean, you know, there is a, you know, there's a theory that. Um, you know, some conflict is as long as you're headed in the same direction, it's all it's okay to take a you know a strong stand and have it's called creative conflict to to disagree on things and but come out of the meeting with you know headed in the same direction. So it's an it's an interesting one. It's interesting they all been able to work it out without much conflict. It sounds yeah. like sounds like you've been on the same page for everything. So it must be a pretty clear vision of where you want to take the company. So what what is the vision? for Moonlight Makers? Um, it's to be a well-known gift brand nationally. It's not to open up any more stores. Uh, you know, we don't want a store in every city. Right. Um, we would like to be a brand that is sold in other people's stores. Got it. And what percentage now is wholesale? Um, this year so far, it's about 30%. Because our Amazon handmade store is really our largest revenue stream so it doesn't take the most effort wholesale takes <laughs> yeah no exactly i was just thinking you know you've got you've got the you've got the amazon working and then you, you've got the wholesale but it sounds like you want to grow the wholesale yes. business and of course the amazon will help with that the, the 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 brand name will be there so cool so tell us a little bit more about your or your brand and uh, what it stands for well, the name came because, as we were saying earlier, we were um, making things at night when our kids went to sleep. And also, um, the other makers that we were selling their goods, they were working jobs or had children, and they were making things at night, too. So we were like, well, they're moonlighting, moonlighting as artists, you know, oh, moonlight makers. So we thought that that was kind of a, you know, a good way to show what we were doing. And, it, you know, a lot of people don't know what it stands for, but it's kind of fun, fun for us to know. And then, so we designed our first funny t-shirt. Yeah. Quite early on in our journey. And it was let that shiitake go. And it sold out at the first event that we took it to. And that's when we realized that's probably the lane that we should drive in for now. So we started designing more funny vegetable puns. And we started off mainly just with vegetables. And then it grew <laughs> to animals and then mythical creatures and then pop culture. And now we have 300 designs that we put on, you know, 12 different styles of shirts for kids and, you know, men, women, everything in between. And then we said, what else can we put these designs on? So we started making dish towels. We started making tote bags. And now we have a kind of a range of stickers and pins and magnets and, you know, sun catcher decals and all sorts. And we're constantly now working on product development. We're about to release five new lines. Um, of products in the next six months. So that's kind of where we get excited is putting our designs on more more things that people, you know, would buy gifts for each other. That is that is exciting. So I'm curious, like one of you is an artist, the other was more, more business. Or do you both do the art or how, do, how does that work? We have both done the art, but now Nicole does it mostly, but we come up with the concept together. So we'll sit down and be like, okay, let's come up with five designs around this theme. And then we'll kind of brainstorm together and be like, okay, this is good. That's good. That's good. You know, check it off a list. What would I draw for that? You know, we, we work on the whole concept together and then I just implement it. Got it. So 
of if you come up with 10 designs or 10 ideas, how many of them are successful out of 10? That's a great question. They all sell, um, which we consider to be a, a small win. <laughs> really successful. It's very hard now for us to get a new design into the top 20. Yeah. Last year we did. We had a dish shell go viral, which kind of took over everything. And we had to bring in kind of 10 extra seasonal stuff for four weeks at Christmas just to work on that one design. But yeah, no, I'd say maybe three out of 10 will make it. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's important for people to understand that not everything is going to be a a massive success. I mean, what y'all have done well is you've done, I mean, you said you had over 300 designs. I mean, that, that, and you've probably done more that you've discontinued or whatever that, you know, that, that, that you don't do anymore because they don't sell. So I think it's, you know, and Warren Buffett said, you know, when he's buying companies, he, you know, he looks at a hundred before he actually would invest in one. So there's a lot of, of sort of test and measure is what we call it. You know, you got to throw something out there and, and see what works. So I want people to understand that there's a lot of work in, you know, getting the the 20 or 30% that are going to make the difference in your bottom line. And so that's, uh, that's super exciting. I think it's interesting. Y'all come up with these concepts. So who's the funniest one? I got to know, like who's, who comes up with the funniest? Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time you it's like you just gave Claire a layup because she loves saying that well because <laughs> I, I, I try to give people layups that's my goal yeah we I mean our story for a while and getting one yeah. Nicole taught me how to draw and I taught Nicole how to be funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the story but is, is, is it true or is it just uh, you know a joke with y'all now I, the, the reason where it stems from <laughs> is that I was hand painting wall prints. Like, oh my god! Just before we started our real Moonlight Makers brand, and a few of those wall prints were funny. And some of our best designs they were now, funny. Yeah, like tomatoes. You know. Yeah, and Claire with the let that shiitake go. We were trying to come up with our first design that she was talking about, and it was like, you know, let's do a vegetable pun. And I was like, you know, I saw this shirt that said let that. You know, feet go, and and I was like, I thought that was so funny, and it had a Buddha on it, maybe or something like that, and I just thought it was it was really ironic, and so she was like, let that shiitake go with a mushroom, and I was like, that is not happening. I'm not drawing that. That's way too goofy, you know. And so she did, she did talk me into it, and it is what happened. You know, it's what I was made like, just take draw off. a mushroom, doing lotus pose. <laughs> <It's great. laughs> I know. And I, I was thinking, seriously, this is, you know, I don't want anyone to know. You know what I mean? It was like, I'm, a, I'm a professional artist. I don't want to, you know, you know, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to draw a mushroom. Yeah, put it on a shirt. You know? I know. It, it felt like that kind of as a joke, you know, but I did it. I'm like, what about this? She's like, it is perfect, you know, and of course, that's something we still sell a lot of. That was a long time ago. So she was right. She taught me how to be. Yeah. Yeah, so, all right, people, it, goofy sells. You know, goofy stuff sells if you – I actually think what sells is living into who you are, and if you're a bit goofy, it's okay. You know, it's – it's, yeah. uh, and if you can come up with puns, and it – I mean, people like puns. I mean, it's uh, – it's uh, I can't believe y'all started with vegetables. I mean, you know, that's – that's. <laughs> I mean, that is that is so cool. 
Yeah. The trendiest vegetables. Yeah. Trendiest vegetables. Ah, this is awesome. This is awesome. All right. So someone's thinking about pulling the trigger. They're doing something at night on their kitchen table or whatever. What would you say to them? There's so many things, you know, I, I would really say, don't give up. And I know that seems slightly cliche, but there's going to be so many times when you don't want to do it, you know, like this is too hard or I have too many things going on in my life, or I want to put this on the back burner. Is this ever going to be successful? You know, But just pushing through. And that's something Claire has also taught me because I just look, I look so big picture that I'm like, what's, what's going to happen here? You know, way early on, I was like, I don't know if I can wait for this to, you know, become something. And we didn't pay ourselves for two years. And I was like, I don't know if I can hold out, you know, I don't know when this is going to be this, but Claire was always just like, she would push through. I mean, when the pandemic hit, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. What's happening. And she was like, no, we're good. And she just like, Oh, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> Sorry. But she came in every single day and like just pushed through and <laughs> sorry, but it's true. And if you, even when you want to give up, just don't give up. Sorry. Yeah. And you just need to find a, a way to get yourself out there and make yourself unique. I think. Yeah. I, I think that's, they're both great pieces of advice. Get out there and, I like what you said, it, it, you know, because a lot of people, when the when the COVID first hit and it was, we knew it was going to be a thing last March or March a year ago, that the, you know, you had a choice on how you were going to respond. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a re, you know, the ability to respond. So you had a choice and to say, yeah, we're good. Let's go. Let's, 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 let's bear down. Here's what we need to do. Let's, let's, let's rock and roll. And I love the fact that one of y'all's more big picture and one of you's more nuts and bolts. I think mm-hmm. that's a good combination of let's, you know, of, of building a, a visionary business. So and building and building a brand. So this has been super fun. I wish we, you know, I'd love to keep going. Maybe we'll have you back um, to talk more about what's happened in, in six months or so. Uh, what are the plans? So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to blow up. Uh, wholesale and uh, how, you know how are you planning to do that what's the what's the plan really a steady release of new designs is what is working for us right now because we're in you know apple cider mills and gift stores and beach stores and mountain stores so anything that we can do um you know to get our foot in the door in all those new boutiques and yeah um really reach people is is how we're going to grow that so you have so how much of your time are y'all spending, you know, coming up with puns? Um, well, right now it's coming up with new products. And then okay. those products are gonna have their own designs that go with them. So a lot of time, like all the time, basically all the time <laughs> is being spent on that right now currently. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, y'all are the creatives, so of the of the driving it, which is cool. So everybody else can, you know, make the products and produce them and get them out there and all that sort of thing. So that's, that's super cool. Well, this has been fun. There are lots of great lessons in here. Um, thanks for being on. I've, I've really enjoyed having you. It's been, it's been a lot of fun.
Thanks for joining us for Epic Entrepreneurs. So here's three things you can do. Number one, if you enjoyed the podcast, go out and give us a five-star review. Number two, subscribe to the podcast. You guys know how it works. The more subscribers we get, the more cool things we can offer you. And number three, if you'd like a free copy of my book, The Coach Approach, Five Principles to Build Your Epic Business, then just go to giftfrombill.com. That's giftfrombill.com. Until next time, all the best. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.